Hi, this is Don Most, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Hi, I'm Don Most. I'm Anson Williams. And you might remember us from a show way back called Happy Days, but we're going to talk about something new we've done. But first, we want to say we hope you're all doing well. We want to wish all of you a safe time during this uh, unusual period. Right, Don? That's right. Ed Robertson, welcome you back to TV Confidential, radio talk show about television. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us via Zoom as we welcome back Mr. Anson Williams. Anson Williams, the actor known around the world as Potsy Weber on Happy Days. Given the halt in production of movies, most TV shows, and sporting events in this time of sheltering in place, a lot of us are turning to familiar faces, such as Anson Williams, when we need a break from the 24-7 news cycle. Not only that, a lot of us are looking for new things to watch. Toward that end, Anson Williams is doing his part. Earlier this month, Anson released a dramatic short called Harvest Time. Harvest Time, a 30-minute drama with dark humor that reunites Anson with his longtime co-star from Happy Days, Don Most. In Harvest Time, Anson and Don play two brothers who, let's say, have some issues to resolve as they debate life and death, the zen of golf versus NASCAR, and the ethics of putting your kidney up for bid on eBay. Harvest Time is also the pilot for a possible anthology series that Anson will tell us more about in just a second. But first, we began our conversation by telling Anson, we all watched the uh, film earlier this morning. Challenging, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little, a little bit. But we're just talking amongst the three of us before we called you, Anson. And I'll admit to this, and apparently some of the initial feedback from YouTube viewers had the same reaction. It was a little weird not to think of you as Potsy, and not to think as Don as right. as Ralph. But then for me, and I think Donna, you said the same thing. After a few minutes, I just lost myself in the story because it's very engrossing. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the whole idea for the show. It actually, when we first did it, it did this, it's, it's a pilot for a series. Oh, really? And, and what oh. it was, the whole idea was taking iconic duos, Potsy and Ralph, Richie and Fonzie, Winthrop and Shirley Jones from the Music Menu, classic duos from music, from movies, from television. They're so iconic that they're kind of typecast in part. Put them together again with that same chemistry in a total di totally different genre and a totally different part. And we thought it would just be exactly what you felt. We thought it would be such an entertaining and like eye-opening experience and, and just show how, how much more these actors can do and how you can break a mold. So is this... Kind of like if the pilot goes to a series, would this be like an anthology type of yes. series? Oh, cool. Yeah. Ooh. The writer, Excellent. That would be Stoppel cool. Is the writer. Frederick Stoppel. He's written all, he already has over 30 uh, scripts. They're almost like one act play. And it's so funny, when Don and I first committed to it, and I was directing, I thought, you know, we can't shoot this like a proscenium show, you know, like your typical way of shooting a, a show, wide shots, and coverage. My whole direction was, let's shoot this voyeuristically, or like someone's in the room shooting what's going on. And that means we can cross the line and everything else because we're true to it. If you do a home movie, nothing's perfect. Things jump around and whatever. But it's fine because you don't jump because it's the style of the film. It's, you know, it's consistent. So I thought, let's just 
when we did this, we ran it about 10 times all the way through, like a play. And I would have cameras in different areas every time. And the one thing we improved, I worked hard on, on the acting side, but what we improved, since I was stuck in a chair... For those who haven't seen Harvest Time yet, Anson plays a man on dialysis who was waiting for a transplant, and as such, he spends the entire film seated and hooked up to a dialysis machine. Since I was stuck in a chair, I said, Don, move when you want to move. Just go when you want to go, and this camera will follow you. We have the freedom to do whatever we want. And that was the style of the show, and I think that worked very well. Because, I mean, literally, two people in a room, I can't move. I'm in a chair. And yet, it had an energy to it, and intrigue, and kind of a you-are-there kind of feeling, where it never, it never looked like a play. And he and Fred Strauble has written 30 of these duos. And he was David Mammoth's protege. Ah. That are brilliant. Brilliant. And so it, it would be some of the best original, fresh storylines and style that's been on TV in quite a while. And also, I think would be make a lot of conversation and a lot of respect for these iconic duos that, that are stuck in people's minds that then can broaden out and uh, cause surprising conversation. Anson Williams is on the line with us. Anson Williams, the actor-director known around the world as Potsy on Happy Days and one of the most prolific directors in television over the last uh, three decades. Also entrepreneur, uh, alertdropsbogolist.com. Anson uh, and Don most recently acted together for the first time since Happy Days in a dramatic comedy called Harvest Time, Harvest Time written by New York playwright Frederick Stoppel. Uh, Anson directed Harvest Time. It also features uh, Beth Littleford of The Daily Show. If all goes well, Harvest Time will be the first in an anthology series featuring iconic TV actors playing characters that are as far removed from their iconic characters as you can possibly imagine. You can watch Harvest Time for free. At they can go to Pop Goes Pop, P-O-P, Goes the Culture, C-U-L-T-U-R-E, Pop Goes the Culture, dot TV. Okay, you, you can watch Harvest Time directly at Pop Goes the Culture, dot TV, Pop Goes the Culture, dot TV. Tony? Yeah, I, I was also impressed that you directed this. Now, you are yeah. you have this reputation of being one of the most loved directors by actors in Hollywood. They love you. How did you feel about directing yourself? Did you love yourself? I hated myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was scared to death. But I, I mean, in order to get the show financed, we had to do it. And I'm going, I, I'm, and I'm thinking, I don't do this anymore. I don't do this anymore. And I'm going, oh, let's see. I only have to be stuck on, on a dialysis machine and chair. Can't move. You know, have to play one of the most dramatic parts seen in a while, and direct the show. Hmm, no challenge there. <laughs> but um, Don Lewis helped me a lot because even though I was directing the show, I mean, he kept me on track and gave me confidence that things were going fine. So yeah, it was quite a challenge, but it's good to scare the heck out of yourself. <laughs> and actually, Don had the part that really drove the show. He he drove the whole show. But still, it, it was wonderful taking that challenge and actually. Fun getting kind of back in the saddle of an actor. Yeah, I would imagine, and you, you just just to dovetail on what you just said, I know that when actors have an opportunity to work with actors that they've worked with before, there's a shorthand 
you know, that you don't that you have between the two of each other that makes it easy uh, to to collaborate, whatever you're doing. So it sounds like as as a director directing yourself for the first time, having someone like Don with you to play off of just it, it enabled you to focus on your performance a lot easier. It was invaluable. And the other thing that was great was we were able to rehearse a lot together before you know it, we it was it, it's it's a thirty minute or so show, and you know we rehearsed it like a play for a couple of weeks. So by the time we got to the set, we were both pretty honed as far as knowing that material, digesting it, and being able to be spontaneous, you know, during the shoot. So that helped tremendously. But still, once we got on there and, and the cameras and whatever, and my head's in 15 other things, you know, that we needed to do, it was a challenge to be able to just focus in the moment and just play the moment and not think about anything else, but have that character in my head and, and the thoughts in my head and be as spontaneous as I can, react to Don. And um, that was the challenge at the time. And uh, it ended up, and after, after about a few takes, it, it, it actually became a lot of fun and much more comfortable. Anson Williams is on the line with us. Anson is the director and the co-star, along with Don Most, of Harvest Time. Harvest Time, a dramatic short with dark humor written by New York playwright Frederick Stoppel, that is also the pilot for a possible anthology series that would feature classic TV actors and classic film actors playing characters that are as far removed as possible from the roles for which they are best known. You can watch Harvest Time for free at popgoestheculture.tv. Popgoestheculture.tv is where you can go directly and watch Harvest Time. Um, as, as of today, it has about 7,500 views. Anton, I'm sure that number is going to be twice that amount by the time this program airs. Well, I hope, yeah. Well, it's, it's, you, know, it's, it's, you know, you never know with uh, viral and all that. The more people know about it, uh, which, and thank you for helping to promote it. Because really, really appreciate it. Because once people know it, they'll, they'll come see it, and then hopefully they'll tell their friends to see it. But I think it's, you know, it's, it's worthy, worthwhile, and, and can be a tremendous piece of entertainment as a series. Well, I'm, I'm a big proponent of supporting actors, writers, directors. If they are creating something, I'm, I'm in your corner. I mean, there's yeah, so much yeah. stuff out there right now where... Anybody who has the technology purchasable, they want to go do something. But I think it's really important that we do support, you know, actual professional actors, writers, and directors that are doing their craft and creating something amazing. Yeah, and you know, and this was this was pretty much like a Judy Garland, uh, uh, Mickey Rooney movie. <laughs> Let's go, Mickey. <laughs> and which one are you? Um, probably both. <laughs> <laughs> And again, if Harvest Time goes to series, the series, the anthology series, will pair up two different iconic actors every week. And then again, it will have like other famous duos, and literally from uh, music duos to movie duos to uh, television duos that are all iconic. I mean, I'd love to get, I'd love to get Gina Davis and uh, oh, and um, oh gosh, the movie and Susan Sarandon together. Oh, that'd be good. That would be. Someone like that would be great. Ron Howard, he'd be willing to do one with a, and partner up. There's quite a quite a few people that we could we could have some spectacular combination of very iconic work and, and surprise the heck out of the audience with great material. 
The other thing is, too, there's a morale. Even though uh, Harvest Time, and everyone should know it's TV 14, just because of language. Yes. The language is the characters. Yes. I mean, it is, it's not gratuitous. It is the characters, and it works for the show. But Harvest Time does, an, have, does have an underlying theme of love and connection and priority and the complexity of brothers and, or family and, and yet coming out the other side. You meant. Yes. You, and I thought, and I, that, and that's what got me with all that's going on, and it's funny and it's emotional, but then it's real, and love wins, and I like that. Yeah, love wins, and it's interesting. It look, it looks like it was shot in an actual living room, so it's a confined sure. space, and that's that. That's another, especially releasing it right now. That's another element that makes it very relatable for all of us watching it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, we actually uh, a a condo complex in uh, Santa Monica area. We were able for free to get to get a nice large condo unit. Oh, cool. And and then we were able to get the dialysis machine, machine and all that. But yeah, it was all practical location. And I shot the entire show. Believe it or not, what you saw there, I shot the whole show in about twelve hours. It's over two. Uh, we shot it. We shot the majority of it one day. In nine hours, ten hours, and we came back the next day for some pickups. Couple, two, three hours. So it's twelve or thirteen hours for the entire show, which is remarkable. But we're able that to do that. That is remarkable because we didn't have eighty. We had I had three cameras going all the time, different directions, playing it all the way through. Then I knew we had to pick up for detail, and we were done. We were done. We were rehearsed, and it was just a whole unique way of of doing a show. And I kind of learned that there was a. a I was so disappointed. It was called, I believe it was called Sons and Daughters, not the hour one, but there was a half hour um, years ago um, improvisational sitcom on, uh, like Larry Davis, um, Kirby Enthusiast, mm -hmm. on ABC, and I was one of the directors on it. And basically, I had four cameras. The script says, the script would say, here's what you need to get out of this scene. And there's nine people there. And you improv the whole thing and shoot it. And that's where I kind of learned the style. And it was a fascinating experience to be with these amazingly talented, famous actors. Uh, and you get in there, and you, I mean, now you're directing, you're mixing it up. You're not hiding behind a camera. You're like working it. And it's like you're, it's a combination of being a, a theater um, director and film director, total combination. But it was the same kind of thing. You could cross the line, you could jump cut, because you shot it like a whole movie and got tremendous reviews. Tremendous reviews. It, it was a brilliant show, but just too good, actually too, too above the head of most of the audience. We just couldn't get the rating. Got the reviews, but couldn't get the rating. Um, but that, that in itself inspired the whole direction for Harvest Time in that whole series. Anson Williams is on the line with us. Anson is the director and the co-star, along with Don Most, of Harvest Time, Harvest Time, a dramatic short with dark humor written by New York playwright Frederick Stoppel that is also the pilot for a possible 
anthology series that would feature classic TV actors and classic film actors playing characters that are as far removed as possible from the roles for which they are best known. You can watch Harvest Time for free at popgoestheculture.tv. Popgoestheculture.tv. You, me- you mentioned you shot it in two days, the bulk of it a nine-hour day uh, the first day. I have to ask you, how long were you plugged to the uh, to the dialysis machine? A long time. <laughs> I wasn't plugged. I wasn't plugged into it. It wasn't real blood. Oh, okay. No, it was it was taped on. No, it was not. It wasn't in my veins. Okay, all right. But still, that's not. That, it was quite I mean, challenging. It was quite challenging as an actor to sit there in a chair. Yeah. And and have to. Communicate. It was quite a, it was quite a challenge. Another thing I was thinking while I was watching you two, I, I really want to see you two now do a production of the Ad Couple. Um, <laughs> I mean, that was something that was playing in the back of my head. Oh, right, I, I, I'm right. hoping that you so guys I, are actually, going to work together. Actually, that'd be a fun show to do. Well, the two of you, if I remember correctly, you did a short bit on the Matthew Perry Odd Couple um, as, as part of their tribute to Gary Marshall. That's right, and that was that's right. I forgot about that. One scene with Pam Dauberin. Yeah. The segment had everyone that worked with Gary in television. Uh, Penny Marshall, Cindy Marshall, Pam Dauber, uh, Donnie, myself, quite a few others. It was quite a cool episode. And, and then we they ended up writing our scene in this restaurant restaurant bar, and of course they get us a little booth. And, <laughs> you know, and homage to, to, to Arnold and uh, and. Uh, it was that was interesting. That was, that was, it's almost, it was almost like we never left. We'll talk some more with Anson after this quick time out here on TV Confidential. Attention, timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. Hi, this is Rhonda Shear, and you're staying up all night or day with TV Confidential. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it. It can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills... Don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. 
Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Hi, this is Joyce Bullison. You're listening to TV Confidential. Uber is the mobile app that connects you with a driver for immediate transportation. Request a ride at the tap of a button and you have a driver curbside in minutes. You can choose to be driven in a black car, SUV, or you can choose UberX, the low-cost Uber for a ride in a hybrid or mid-range car. Payment is seamless and cashless. Build to your card on file with no need to tip. Enter the promo code TVCONFIDENTIAL after you download the app to receive a free first ride up to $20. For more information, go to get.uber.com forward slash go forward slash TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.